Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We went up 27-21. I knew uh, deep down that it was probably a chance we we were going to lose. Because he got the field goal there instead of the touchdown. So that was A.J. Brown. Was it a Tuesday or a Monday? Tuesday. That he said that. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday, because they wouldn't have done it Monday. Yep. Locker clean out there. That was A.J. Brown. At the time, it was like, well, you know, I don't, it was just weird at the time because, I mean, honestly, I, I, I only remember what I was thinking at that time. We're still, still kind of in shock what happened on Sunday. And now the more you think about it, the more you talk about it, and it's something that you brought up at the start of the show. It's like, all right, like, what's still bothering you on a Friday? And I, I, it, it's so spot on, too, that everybody's talking about the, this, the, the, fourth and, the fourth and short they didn't go for in, uh, from their own 32. What about the fourth down they didn't go for where it was fourth and five and they settled for a field goal at the end of that 17-play drive? And that's what A.J. Brown was talking about. It only put them up by six points. They're at the 15-yard line, fourth and six. You get a first down and a touchdown there. It's, it's a call Nick Sirianni's made all year. He's went for that all year long. All year long, he's went forward on that. that. Kansas City marches down, they score a touchdown. You're like, uh-oh, they made that look easy. They went 75 yards, boom, it's 24-21. to 21. You go down the field, and you settle for a field goal on a very makeable fourth and five, fourth and six. And and that, A.J. was asked about that play. And, and like, and earlier in the week, it was kind of a weird answer. Now, he, I feel the way he felt, which is like, that, that could have been the game right there. Like, that was where... Like, he said that he felt like that's where they, like, he's like, deep down, I felt like we'd lose the game. Them only kicking a field goal there allowed the Chiefs to score a touchdown and take the lead. Yep. So, it, like, today, does it hit you differently today than it than maybe hit you on Tuesday when we initially played it? No. It, it's, uh, it, no, it's just one of those things where you, you're just constantly going through the game and you're looking at decisions that were made that we like to have back. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. Some people look at the penalties called. Some people look at this. Some people look at that, not going for it on fourth down. You know, Elliot was talking about not going for it on fourth down and punting the ball. I mean, some people look at that yep. as, as the play. I mean, Jaws had a somewhat of a, um, a decent point where you, you, don't, you don't want to walk away with no points there, so they get three points there. I mean, that's, just one, that's the play for me that, that sticks out, but there's plenty of other plays in that game. Jalen dropping the ball. Yeah, a lot. There's plenty of other plays in that game. It's not just just that call. There's plenty of others you can look at. The Quez drop hasn't been talked about as much as I thought it was. That's another yeah. play, Yep. which was on that on drive. That drive. It was on that same drive. On that drive. And where would that have put him like when he eight? dropped it? Was it the eight? I'm trying to go through quickly in the, the play-by-play of it. Yeah, I think if memory serves me correctly, it would have been pretty deep in uh, maybe inside the 10. Yeah. No, I mean, you're right, Jack. That's something that's not talked about a lot. That was a huge drop. And not a routine catch, but a catch that he's got to make. It hit him in the hands. Uh, we're live at Chiggies and Pete's in South Philly. Best in-game experience for basketball, hockey, and more at Chiggies and Pete's. Twitter questions today sponsored by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team. Best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Marks-Jewelers.com. Jack has asked two questions today. 
of the people. The first one being, as they pull it up right here, well, let's go to the latest one. Um, and it's what we're just talking about right there. Did Sirianni make a mistake by not going for it fourth and six at the Chiefs 15 instead of opting for a field goal? 59% say no, that he didn't make a mistake. And that's almost 2,000 votes. So people, people disagree there. Um, and then uh, the, the, what we led the show off with, what's bothering you the most about losing the Super Bowl on Friday at the end of the week? The defense is uh, winning this one right here with 61%. Over the turf, the turf, people are more, more, more bothered about the turf than the flag, like according to this right here. So, all right, let's go to Lee in Haddon Township. Lee, how are you? What's up? Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. What's up, just Lee? Just real quick, and I appreciate it. Real quick, I just wanted to kind of bring this up. My thought process, the Eagles were doing great all the way up. And for me, uh, my, my, the turning point was, and selfishly, because I had one and one, but when they were driving down the field, they needed to get into the end zone. Imagine their mindset, 31-21, going into the fourth quarter. I mean, that is just a confidence builder there. And they did it all year, and that kind of really set me back a little bit. And, uh, and I thought that right there was a turning point. I thought they let, let uh, their foot up off the uh, accelerator, and, uh, and I concur with you guys. That was my turning point uh, right after the game. I just sat there. I mean, of course, I lost in the block pool selfishly, but I just <laughs> thought that 21, uh, you know, 31-21 going into the fourth quarter, man, that is just – you know, trying to turn something around in the second half, and I thought that would have been uh, a lot, uh, a great confidence builder there. And then the last thing I wanted to just say was, you know, with the uh, quarterback sneaking and all that and uh, the jury's out on that, but it reminded me of, like, in rugby, the scrum. Two two teams getting together and and, uh, banging it out. But that's all. I really appreciate it, and thank you guys for uh, letting me come on and uh, express my uh, feelings on that. Thank you, Lee. Uh, Appreciate it, Lee. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, you know, there when, when you're looking back on a game, right, and you're saying, man, is there anything we could have done differently or anything I would have liked to have done differently? Like, there are, there's probably a handful of plays in there. And, and, listen, you can't expect a coach to get up at the podium. And, I mean, it's, it's admirable if he decides to do that, but most coaches aren't going to get up there and start going through plays they regret and they would have made a difference. Defending everything. Yeah, because you're second-guessing everything. So, but as, as fans, when you sit back and, and, you, and you reflect on the game, uh, we know the big moments in the game where you saw momentum being changed. And that's the benefit of being fans. We get the hindsight, right? We get to look at it after the fact and say, well, man, we should have gone for it on fourth down there. And, and I believe that only because, only because, A, it was our personality pretty much all year long, and then, B, when I look at it, it's fourth and six from the 15. Again, I think you have the defense in a little bit of a quandary there because the defense has to protect against the first down and the touchdown. So if they want to protect against getting a, giving up a touchdown, then you have an opportunity to throw the ball underneath for a first down. And now you got another set of downs. If they decide, you know what, we're going to play tight, we're going to play man-to-man, we're not going to give up the first down, guess what? Jalen probably is going to have an opportunity to run and pick it up himself. Or you may get A.J. one-on-one 
or Devontae or Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard, yeah. One on one with somebody in the end zone. Again, advantage Eagles. The way the Eagles advantage were playing. Eagles. The way the Eagles were playing on offense, really the entire game. It seemed like they couldn't be stopped it's offensively. A, it's advantage Eagles. Why would you yeah. settle for a field goal there? Yeah. The only thing I can think of is he wanted to get points. He wanted, he, to, get he wanted points. to make sure he got points. Yep. Yeah, but I, I would have, I would have, looking back, I'm like, yeah, we go for it right there. Yeah, it's definitely looking I think back. It's, now, I, I will say this. There hasn't been much criticism of him for not going not that, for it. Nope. Um, and, and I'm not sure how much he would have got criticized had he gone for it and didn't pick it up. Because, um, because to me, if your explanation is, I'm going to be aggressive there. We've been aggressive all year. Uh, a team like Kansas City, Pat Mahomes on the other side. I don't know. I, I, I don't know like if field goals. Yeah, right. field goals are going to beat that team. And I think people would have been like, you know what? I can, I can understand that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly how you answer it. And that's if that's your mentality. It's like no, like. I, I will say this, ball. and I said this earlier in the week. I think there would have been more scrutiny on him had he gone for it on his own 32-yard line and not picked it up. I don't buy going for it on the only Yeah, if you, if you go for it there and don't pick it up, now everybody's looking at you like you're, you're being aggressive for no reason. You're, ha- you're handing them. It's just not worth it. Yeah. You're handing them uh, at least three points, yeah. if not more. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. But Gannon would get – he get he, that would be the defense's fault anyway, even though you gave it to him <laughs> inside territory. Yeah. Hold him to a field goal. Let's go to Carlos. Carlos in Northeast Philly. Hi, Carlos. Hey. How are you? Yes. Hey, guys. How are you? What's up, Carlos? What's up, Los? First time caller. Los, that's what my friend used to call me, Los. Oh. Uh, first time caller. I listen to you guys every day. Uh, actually, I was wishing you guys got the morning show because I think you have better callers. I love, I love the people that call your show. <laughs> I still got a little call. <laughs> well, you're right about but, better callers. But do you think everybody that calls in the afternoon would call it 6 to 10? That's a great point. I don't know. But, you know, Chuck just called a little while ago, and, and – He's very passionate, and I forget the other guy's name, but do you ever think of O.G. Chuck's Wade. voice? O.G. Wade, yeah. Do you ever think of Chuck's voice? He sounds just like a black Sylvester Stallone to me. Not a black Sylvester Stallone. Okay. <laughs> you don't think? <laughs> and he's I very hadn't thought of it like I that. I hadn't heard that one before. We've heard Tracy Morgan. Right. All right. So, yeah, so like, like I kind of agree with Chuck. Now, I, I don't want to argue about whether uh, Gannon – screwed up as a defense, as a mm-hmm. coordinator during the game. Mm-hmm. That's debatable. I kind of disagree with you guys. But the point I want to make is I don't really like the guy because for him not to come home with his team who just lost the biggest game, he could have told, right, or correct me if I'm wrong, he could have told the Cardinals, listen, I'm your man, but we just – lost a devastating, most important game. Let me go with my team, then I'll come back. No, what did he do? He stayed there. And I heard the quote. What was he going to do? Hold on. What, what was he going to do with the team if he came back? Console them? He, he's still – He's rubbed their the back team. on the plane. <laughs> yeah, what is he going to no, give no, them? No, no, no. Warm milk and cookies? So, like, so, so, so Carlos, I, I – if, if the Eagles won, would he have come back? I know he would not have come back. I see. I don't believe that. He might come back for the hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why would he have come back? If, if the Eagles won the, the, the um, 
the Super yes, Bowl, he yes. Had to celebrate. No, the parade, sure. No, we're talking about whether or not he would have still stayed in Arizona Sunday night to be interviewed Monday for the head coaching job. And I'm telling you, he would have stayed even if they won. Uh, okay, so you're saying if the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that yes. doesn't mean he can't still take the job. Why can't he tell them, look, give me a couple days? Why, why can't he come why, back with but, but, Carlos, let me ask you this. Why, why are you focused on that on a Friday after they won the Super on Bowl? On him like, coming like, back. Like, like, literally. Like, when you said that you disagree with us on Jonathan Gannon, we haven't said that he did, he did a great job and he did a great job coaching on, on, on Sunday. All I'm saying is that we focus so much on Jonathan Gannon. What about some of the players that lost this game? What about the offense that lost this game? The, the reasons why they were a part of this loss, right? And now you're focused on him not coming back with the team. Who cares? Yes. I think that that's disloyal. I think that's low integrity. That's a- What's up, Bird Gang? So, the whole so, team so that, that's, that's disloyal right suffering there. over here. The, the city's suffering. He could have at least commiserate a little bit with us. All right, so, so, so Carlos, Carlos, listen, it's, hours. It's, a, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting perspective, and all I can do is say to Ike, because mm-hmm. he's the one that's a former NFL player, if it was the exact scenario – who was the so if Jim would if Jim Johnson would have gotten a, a head coaching interview right after the Super Bowl that you lost it, New England? You, would you have batted? Would you even have thought about it if he stayed the interview? We lost to New England. I don't even remember talking to a coach when I came back. I had to come back to get ready for the Pro Bowl. The season's over. I'm not looking for a coach to rub my back and tell me everything is okay. We're grown men. We're grown men. I don't need to, it's not a high school. I don't need the coach to ride back with me to tell me everything's going to be okay. And I guarantee you none of the players were offended because Nick Sirianni, first of all, these guys know more than we know on the outside here. When Nick Sirianni gave the passionate plea about Jonathan Gannon weeks ago and said he's going to be a head coach, that lets you know he had a clue that there's a chance he's going to be a head coach. <laughs> I mean, like, like, they know this stuff already. Everything doesn't have to be broadcasted. And most of the times, when we finally get the information publicly, they've already known it for a week or two or what have you, at least that there is a chance that something could happen. What I'm saying is, had the Eagles won, Jonathan Gannon could have stayed out there, interview with Arizona Monday, and you know what Arizona would have done? Flew him back here on a private jet Monday night. And the parade would have been yesterday. So what would he what would he have missed? Being on the airplane with the players coming back, yahooing it. No, you know what they did Sunday night? They went to a team party. You know how I know that? Because I went to the same damn loser party myself. That's already scheduled. It's already scheduled. Win or lose. There is a team dinner and a team function. It's not a party when you lose. It's a damn function. You're just there. When you win, it's a party. But this is something Jeffrey Lurie has already set in place. Because you need a venue to have a party. Yes, and it's already paid for and everything else. And like I said, we lost to New England, and we went to the team dinner, Everybody's family is there. The entire staff is there. The Roots is there playing great music. By the way, that was the best thing I heard on Super Bowl Sunday was hearing the Roots live. That was great to hear. It's the only thing that could cheer you up at that Super Bowl 
after party, but that's what it was. And you sit around as players, and we talk about the year, we talk about the game, guys that are pending free agents, we give hugs. It was great playing with you. Like, if, if, if I don't see you again, or if, if we're not teammates next year, like, that's what goes on. And had they won, it would have been a Super Bowl party. Then you get up Monday morning as a team, and eventually you head to the airport or you head to the private plane to fly back here. Like, they didn't leave Sunday night at the Super Bowl to come back here. They actually got together as a team afterwards, had a team dinner. I'm sure there was music there. I'm sure during that time, I don't know if Jonathan Gannon stopped by, if he was a part of that Sunday night, and then did his interview Monday morning with Arizona. So he had time to be with his players, to say goodbye, to commiserate. Sunday night, he had time to do that. He didn't leave his team stranded and, and let them come back to Arizona, I mean, come back to Philly, and he stayed out in Arizona. Well, you remember the question he was asked during when he was introduced to the media as Cardinals head coach. They asked mm -hmm. him if he watched the tape of the game, and he said, yeah, I watched it on Sunday night. Yeah. So for a, a guy that's so not plugged in to being the Eagles defensive coordinator that it actually affected his performance in the Super Bowl, he still took the time after the game before a, a meeting or an interview to be a head coach to watch the game and go over the game. Yeah, I think we're going above and beyond to put the guy in a light because this is how we feel about it. When I say we, I'm speaking collectively. I'm not speaking about me uh, individually. So we want to make him seem like he's a bad person. He wasn't committed to the team. He was thinking about the head coaching job. He accepted it at halftime. He stayed in Arizona and let the team fly back by himself. All of those things are to help you validate your feelings about Jonathan Gannon. It's not actually the way the situation is. His players loved him. His players loved him. He talked to Brandon Graham every week. His players loved him. I talked to Hassan Reddick. Had the utmost respect for him. Had the utmost respect for him. How Jonathan Gannon used him as a player this year. So... It, you didn't hear any gripes from his players about him and his coaching philosophies or anything. This is an external thing with us as fans and media that feel this way. And I'm not telling you you shouldn't feel. You can feel any way you want to feel. I'm just saying we're, we're going to the extreme to try to paint a picture about the guy that isn't true. That, and that, that's what I think is unfair. Like, let's not act like a week ago when he was going in to, to gut out the San Francisco 49ers, you loved him. When he was on his way into the stadium two weeks ago against the 49ers, and we're going to gut him. He's gonna, a Philly, he was a Philly guy. He was a guy Philly then. guy that yeah. week. Knocked out Brock Purdy. <laughs> and this week, he's the worst coordinator in the world. Well, there you have it. <sighs> that's why it's a let it all out Friday. We're doing he the same the thing. Team I... in he, he left the team. No, they stayed, too, in Arizona. We won't be mad at the players for, for, for having the, uh, the after party, the dinner. Well, because you're right. The bus didn't the bus didn't, they didn't land the plane until they, we were on the air when the buses Sunday were Sunday night. The, they, they got back here Monday night, right? It was during our show. The buses, the buses were it was like 4 or 5 o'clock. Oh, in the afternoon, yeah. The, the choppers were following the buses from mm -hmm. the airport. Yeah, they probably left mid-morning. Yeah, they probably left at noon. Yeah. I mean, I remember when we left Jacksonville. We got up the next morning. We flew back. Um, we flew back. Some of us had to get back here because we had to immediately get on a flight the next morning to go to Hawaii. So it was 10 of us that went to the Pro Bowl. So when we're flying back here with the team, 
we didn't have a locker clean out day. Because the Pro Bowl was the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Pro Bowl was the week after. And so people were really, as the Super Bowl participants, the other players were already in Hawaii on Sunday. We didn't get there to Tuesday. You missed out on two days. Well, I'm just saying, like, like you come back Monday afternoon and you got to immediately get packed and ready for Hawaii. Like, it's not like you're sitting around hanging around doing anything. Right, it's a half a day's flight to get out. Yes, exactly. So we're, we're, we're taking off uh, a Tuesday morning on an early flight to get out there. Yeah, you're barely home. So I, I say that to say we lost, and I don't remember talking to coaches, all I'm saying. Like, coaches aren't sitting around with, with players like, the season is over with. You, you do that that night after the game. You go around, you say your thank yous, you, you wish everybody well, and that sort of thing. And then the next day, it's like, okay, we all headed back here. Say, you, you don't get insight like that on any other show. Uh, well, Richie played the Super Bowl. Well, he, he may not give the insight, though. <laughs> you just did. He may not remember either. That's probably even more the case. <laughs> right, when Jeff, we lost in the PSAC, uh, you know, championship <laughs> my, my sophomore year, similar things happened. Yeah, what would you all do afterwards? Uh, just <laughs> pounding light beer. Jack went to Wawa and got a hoogie. Pounding light beer. <laughs> Jack went and got a hoogie. This is high school. No, this is college. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, when we, lost, when we lost in high school, I, I went to the mound of my high school, and we got back and sat there for like an hour. On that, your... that, that's when I need a coach to come tell me it'll be all right. Is he serious? <laughs> Sounds like it. Dude, that was an emotional loss. You I mean, went and sat on the mound? My senior year, yeah. Two one five five nine two nine. It was over. That what was, was it. your record your senior year? Seventeen and three. Ooh. We blew a three run lead in the seventh of, of, oh, of the second round. <laughs> man, am I supposed to get over it yet? I, I don't set foot. <laughs> I, I never set foot in Happer or Horsham ever again. Jack, you weren't a good enough leader. I, I, I pitched game one. I, I didn't. I had nothing to do with it. Well, I mean, you didn't. I, you didn't I had nothing the, to do with you it. You didn't will the team to victory. You might be the worst team player I've ever seen, man. That's why he's a baseball pitcher. <laughs> He doesn't know how to play with others. All right, listen, we have the top five of five coming up. We're live at Chiggies and Pete's in South Philly. Five Best in-game already? experience. It's been a fast show. Check out ChiggiesandPete's.com. Top five of five. Jack on a Let It All Friday. What does he have in store for us? That's coming up next. Marks and Reese. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.